You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. It's Wednesday. We've made it halfway through the week. Unfortunately, the back half of this week might be uh, a little bit more of a struggle. A slow, sweaty, slogging struggle <laughs> to get through. This is WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel, and we are being joined off the top mm -hmm. by meteorologist Randy Rico to explain. I, your graphic this morning, I think, said it best. We've got a dual threat today. Mm -hmm. We know the heat is an issue, but it comes with a couple of other things. Right. No matter what, <laughs> it's going to be hot and humid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it already is. It, this morning, uh, dew points are climbing, so you step outside, you can feel the thickness of the air. Yep. There's now a heat advisory for the entire WLWT viewing area, and that is from 1 p.m. until 8 p.m. And those are kind of the main hours where it'll feel like 100 to 104 in the shade. So get, if you want to get work done outside, if you have to, the first part of the day is the better part of the day. And then once you get to the afternoon, it's game on for crazy high heat and humidity. And this is just the first of many days this week that yeah. that's going to be the case. Which is why it becomes even more dangerous as right. people. Cumulative yes, effect right. of days of this heat and humidity, especially as we get into Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that's just going to keep on building. Yeah. Uh, we actually do have a very weak cold front coming through tonight. So before you get excited about that, it's going to drop the heat and humidity a smidge. It's still going to be a muggy summer day tomorrow, but it won't be quite as brutal. However, we are tracking the potential for some strong storms as that front comes in. And this is a conditional threat. This is not a slam dunk. We are getting strong storms tonight, mm -hmm. but if they flare up, they will be strong. Okay, okay so here's the deal. So it depends on where it flares up. Right, okay. so this cold front's coming our way. Uh, we have right now what's called a cap in place. And so if you think of it as like putting a lid on the storms, right? So for a storm to develop, hot air rises, go back to basic science, right? Uh, that the storms keep getting bigger until they hit a layer of air that is warmer. That, it, that, that stops its growth. Mm -hmm. So right now there is like a little layer of warm air that might be stopping that potential thunderstorm growth. But on a day like today, it doesn't take much for that to get blown out and all of a sudden you've got storms developing. So yeah. we're gonna watch that this afternoon and evening. But again, 8, 8 p.m. to midnight would be our threat for storms. Because it's crazy humid, you have heavy downpours, some lightning, maybe some hail, and we can't rule out tornadoes. So every type of severe weather will be on okay. Uh, uh, you know, on the table for us if this line does develop in our area this evening. Could be up toward Columbus, could be further east into eastern Ohio. There's a lot of question marks there, but if they happen, they're strong. So, all right. A, yeah. big, a big if, not not necessarily a win, but it's a, the conditions <laughs> are right for yes. 20 different possibilities. Exactly. If, if we get, if the storm starts to flare up, we're in for it. Okay. We're in for an, e an evening. So Allison and Kevin are going are yep. to be in all night uh, tracking those. And I have a feeling we're going to be checking in with Randy over the next uh, next couple of days, talking yeah. about this heat, because it is impacting not just us. I'll get my thesaurus yeah. out. I mean, I, I different <laughs> ways to say hot, hot and humid. I always like, like, gross, disgusting. Like, well, some people like this. Well, once it's dangerous, nobody goes, walks out, step outside, and goes, ooh, right. unless you're, you know, somewhere more tropical. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so. You mean not Southwest Ohio? Right. <laughs> this isn't supposed to travel. All right, Randy, right. we'll let you get ready you for your today's show hit. Um, we want to hit a couple of the big stories this morning. This one's had us talking all morning that Covington tanker video yeah. is crazy. Yeah, and what it looks like, I mean, I have no idea. They're looking for who was driving that uh, looks like a black charger in the video four-door. 
Um, it's tough to see because the video is dark, but it's good that they have this dash cam yeah. video. Finally, we know why the tanker was overturned. And the big thing was it affected so many people over the weekend. And um, shut that area down for hours for, from Saturday to Sunday, and from Saturday to Sunday. And it, they actually were able to get it cleaned up a little quicker than they thought. Yeah. Originally, they thought it was going to be a, about a 24 hour shutdown. Right. It wound up being 13, I believe. Third, yeah, 12 or 13, 11 p.m. Saturday. So they cleared it up a just before noon, yeah. opened up uh, uh, southbound I-71 and 75 just before right at noon. So, yeah, about 13 hours. Um, yeah. And if you aren't aware, over the weekend, a tanker carrying mm -hmm. gas overturned right across the Brent Spence Bridge, which right. we already know is a major issue, a major thoroughfare that causes headaches pretty much and every day. And a bridge that just reopened after, after that fire. Uh, right. Fire so, another gas spill. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a lot of a lot of history there. But yeah, Covington police are looking for the driver of that car. You know, everyone's seeing this video going, did that car go off the bridge? I would think they would have put that information out there if they yeah, thought it they, was possible. They but said uh, all that all that was said was that they're looking for the car still so that uh, to me would say it's still on the road somewhere or is in a position where it didn't fall off the bridge so it could right. still be drivable and noted where the damage would be because the the right. back passenger so the rear yeah. passenger collided with the front driver side of the truck so that's where that damage would be on that. Uh, they said a 2012, I believe, or newer Dodge Charger. Yeah, either um, black or dark so, blue. Yeah. And if you, if for some reason you haven't seen the video, we played several times during our evening shows last yep. night. You can find that over uh, both on our Facebook page and on our website, WLWT.com. Crazy right. stuff. Yeah, it is. Uh, we'll talk more uh, other headlines we have in a couple of minutes. We do want to get an update on the forecast uh, because, as we know, today is just another step in the direction of the heat and humidity we're going to see for much of this week. And then, obviously, the storm chances that uh, if we do see, they will be pretty strong. So, two threats today. We have a heat advisory with those. Temperatures and humidity combining to make it feel like 100 to 104 in the shade this afternoon. And then as the sun goes down tonight, our threat for thunderstorms actually goes up with a front coming through. So for today, sweating it out through the afternoon, potential for strong or severe storms between about 8 p.m. and midnight. Now, it's not a guarantee we get those storms, but if they do develop, they'll be strong as they move through our area. Expect heat and humidity to continue through the weekend. All right, so it is here. It's we're stuck with it. Be weather aware. Download the WWT mobile app uh, that you'll get specific direct notifications if that That's weather right. does pop up tonight. So yep. there's a little uh, hopefully a backstop for you. Yes, another update for you. Um, this is a kind of wild story. A 28 year old man facing federal charges. I think we'll probably get more information on this as this starts to play out. Mm -hmm. But he was found in Texas with a 15 year old girl who had disappeared from Hillsboro. He will be extradited back to Ohio. We're talking about Roman Nguyen. Uh, he's accused of kidnapping her on July 6th. So about two weeks um, mm -hmm. of not knowing where that 15 year old was. Scary stuff, I'm sure, for this family. She was found at a bus station in El Paso on Monday. Uh, and again, he faces a federal charge of intent to engage in illicit sexual conduct. So once he gets back to Ohio, we will continue to follow what happens there uh, and if he will face any additional charges locally. Uh, but once you cross state lines, yeah, you're looking at you're looking at federal charges. So. Yes. Yeah. And then the next thing, Meredith, um, we did report obviously a couple of months ago that, you know, inflation costs are affecting the building industry, construction and all the materials that are just 
um, skyrocketing in, in increase in costs, and that's not going anywhere. Um, lumber inflation is seeing another jump again. I know that that was something, again, that we had a discussion about maybe about uh, three, four, or five months ago, and it's something that I even uncovered while talking to folks about apartments being built, and they're looking for affordable housing. Um, mm -hmm. That's why certain investment companies and certain um, building companies aren't doing those affordable housing complexes because it just doesn't pan out for them to make the investment. So uh, I think this is affecting a lot of different things and the industries is trickling down, as you know. Um, so that was a big topic in Meredith's story today was the, the, the lumber and um, how much it's really costing just for you know, a stick of wood nowadays. Yeah. And these people have to rebuild. These are right. people that got hit in Goshen. Um, yes, what, 150 structures we knew were damaged or destroyed. And we're talking about people's homes and just trying to get it to the point where they can maybe start to move back in. Um, so while, you know, the average person is facing this, these people are in a situation where their life or business depends on it and they're having to pay these extra costs of right. getting supplies. It sounds like the lumber industry is starting to even out where they are having the supply mm -hmm. available, which I know for a while there just wasn't anything at all. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's got to be frustrating for these these folks who are like, hi, I just need to get my roof repaired. Right. Like, yeah. I just need to get a wall. Right. Too. Absolutely. You know, one more damage. So. Yeah. The last story we want to hit. Uh, <laughs> The redistricting Again. maps. Yes. It's been a while. It's been a while. There's not much to say here, really. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> um, they have been ruled unconstitutional by the state Supreme Court. We kind of knew that already. Mm -hmm. um, but this will be, of course, the map used for this election still because the candidates were voted on based on these districts. So it's uh, they're saying a violation of the anti-gerrymandering. They have given them, I believe, 30 days to figure out new maps for 2024. The good thing here is they're keeping an eye on this going forward. This isn't just something that they are going to let continue on in future elections. You know, frustrating that we are now two weeks away from the August 2nd election and still having this conversation. But right. uh, hopefully there will be some resolve. And I'd imagine the bad news end of that coin is that we've been through this, what, four or five times now. How we many? set a date for a second primary. Yep. Kind of all for naught. We're going to see, I would imagine, near record low turnout numbers for that primary. I think this is going to affect that too, right? Like right. you're voting off an unconstitutional map, and some people are just going to be like, "Well, why, why should I vote then?" You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's a that's going to be a big question, I think. And yes, um, I think people are just kind of disillusioned in some respects with the process that we're we're seeing ongoing in the country. We'll see where it goes, though. And if it brings people more, you know, out to the polls, maybe it will uh, generate more enthusiasm. Yeah. Who knows? We'll have to see. So I know John London's on it. I think we're going to get numbers today, actually. Yeah, I believe he was saying that. We'll get up. What the voter turnout has been thus far. So. We will have that update for you tomorrow. In the meantime, please stay safe and hydrated as you're getting into this week. We will see you as we get closer and closer to the weekend.